0: Trap 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 do trap
2: the up people? Uh, How's it going? yeah so we were just talking about Shang said he used to take his kid to Taekwondo and his kid quit because he only did it because of you. And I was yeah. like, man, you got to trick him into thinking that he wants to do it. That's the key oh. to life. Is <laughs> I
1: didn't know that was so. the key.
2: No,
1: but no, it was, it was funny. No, he got—he didn't quit. He got, you know, he, his, me and his mom, his mom wanted, didn't want him to, because he would do stuff outside.
2: Oh, he, he would do, use his stuff on, on other kids and stuff?
1: Can't do that. Do
2: what? No, 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 absolutely not. Well, welcome to the Brennan M.A. to Podcast, people. We got a great show today. We got uh, Jamal Emers is going to be coming on. Wow. Uh, uh, okay. Jamal coming off a huge win in the UFC. Look great. Um, as well as McCorkle uh, has some more comedy for us. Uh, it's gonna be Oh, great- uh, uh,
1: Really? Well, uh, let me know about that ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: so, um, now, uh, on Monday we are talking about how I was really happy for Derek Brunson because I think that the UFC, they just assign people Gatekeeper status. I know that Gary Goodrich had a book called The Gatekeeper, where it's like, hey, you get past this guy, then you're the real deal. But it sucks being that guy because it almost seems like that means the gatekeeper is not really in line for a title shot. He's just sort of being used as the guy to, to to build up the new guy. And I was happy that with this one, it didn't, ha- I-, I love it when it doesn't work out that way because, <laughs> yeah, well, uh, what are you, a spoiler? You're like, I'm glad it didn't work out. I, well, I also, because I, re- me being an old guy, a 42-year-old comedian who's considered old in the comedy world and the comedy business and has not gotten stuff because like, ah, we're looking for, you know, some fresh up and coming, but, you know, I'm like, fuck that, dude. I'm not done. I haven't, I haven't peaked. Right. All right. So, so I, I look at it maybe from a selfish perspective of, but same with guys like Derek Brunson or Cub Swanson or some of these other guys that they try to, you know, piggyback, they go, okay. And I love it when it doesn't work. I love it when they put Crone Gracie against Cub Swanson and Cub teaches them a lesson. I love it when, uh,
1: wow. That's a, I never heard that perspective. I, never, I love it
2: when they put like a Edmund Shabazi on who's, you know, who's you know, he's 10-0, and 0, but hasn't beaten – I mean, he's beaten Brad Tavares, he's beaten some good guys, but against a guy like Derek Brunson, who – Derek Brunson is one of those dudes, he's – well, every fighter is their own worst enemy, but he is his own worst enemy because right. he's a guy that would just not fight intelligently. He would go out there like a maniac, and I said, what are your – what does what your corner think when you just go out there like a wild man? He's like, yeah, they were pretty pissed. Well, I'm happy he actually first round didn't – Blow his wad uh, and took his time, came back and got the finish. And honestly,
1: uh, I, I, I watched the fight. I think the fight should have been stopped. I mean, some, say me and a couple people were arguing online. I honestly think it should have been stopped this second round. Yeah. I think he was. Oh, yeah. Think, yeah it, he, come on, man. And people were arguing with me like, you got to give the fighter a chance. No, he was pretty much done.
2: Now, when a guy's on the ground and the guy on top of him punches him and his head goes straight back. And his and his and his hands aren't there to defend the next punch. Well, as soon as the head goes straight back, it's over. You know his elbows,
1: the elbows he was throwing was just crushing him. And the thing is, I, I see what you're saying. I see, I think about it differently. I think Brunson was pretty much like, uh, if you think that I'm a gatekeeper, if you think I'm not good, why don't you give me the shot? That you know I'm that good. Like I just think that he well, when he's focused and when he's on his shit, he is he's he's. He is.
2: But the problem is that he's come up short every time. uh You know when he he, he did great against Yo Romero. He was beating Yo Romero or was even at least. Uh, and this is a prime Romero. And then he lost in the third. And I think it was a weird. It was a weird thing. So, Romero did something strange in that fight. I forgot exactly what it was. But something then, it, it was a little
1: bit illegal too.
2: Something happened, and then the an Anderson Silva fight. Um, I thought Brunson won but they gave it to Anderson Silva and then when he fought Stylebender, he just got smoked and when he fought Whitaker, he got smoked so he has had his chances he's just always seemed to fall short and I think that uh, the Greg J- he was at Greg Jackson's camp but it didn't seem like he was the guy they were focusing on at Greg Jackson's camp. he right. left, he went to the hard knocks and it just seems like this is the camp this is the camp for him
1: uh, Henry Huch- but he Huch- was very – I thought he was – he looked great. He was in shape. He was – he looked great. I thought the, the kid he was fighting was no joke, but, man, he Henry was taking some was serious Henry fucking punishment. Look, that whenever- motherfucker was getting his ass beat, man.
2: You know, the thing is, it's like – but the thing with that kid is, I don't give up on that kid because he didn't lose because he was outclassed. I mean, he was outclassed a little bit, but he lost because he was gassed. He was not in shape. Oh, no, and- no, no.
1: I think he – I think he was – he I wouldn't say outclass, but he was getting.
2: He won the first round. He just, he just was out of shape, and you know, it's funny. I mean, it's got to be one of those things, right now during this pandemic. First of all, he's none of his fights went past the second round ever. He, or I think one fight did, but he normally he 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 gets guys out there early, but this pandemic, it's a different kind of training, you know, and I some guys may have it and some guys may don't, but this this pandemic throw is throwing a lot of curveballs and things.
1: Right. Like we like, we can't masturbate in movie theaters like we used
0: to. <laughs> like, I know seeing, dude it's tragic. Like, up,
2: like we're seeing the same eight guys fight every single week. Uh, uh on data It seems like this guy fought last week. Like they're they're not even leaving the quarantine. They're just going to Vegas and just staying there. And then we're seeing guys never fight and then you know the training who knows what you know a lot of people i think look took training for granted you know when back when the pre-pandemic things guys kind of like they could show up late they could leave early they they can get three a days they can do that now it's like you really got to be on your shit you know like you, you, you gotta need be a, focused
1: you're right right you need coach, i saw right? i saw um i saw an interview with cormier and he said that this actually got him more focused because there are those other distractions you have to be in the pocket and uh uh I think that even though I think he's going to lose a fight, I like him a lot. But I think he's going to lose a fight. End of the day, though, I think Brunson saw this as an opportunity, to, like to shut some motherfuckers up.
0: He did. Be real with you. I, I really do.
1: And that was a motivating factor. I felt he felt like really motherfucker, really. Okay, and, and, and
2: you see that? And I saw that with Cub Swanson too, because there were a couple fights with Cub Swanson before that Chrome Gracie fight where he just didn't seem like he really cared as much. But when he, but when they, when they throw in a new guy. And the guy's undefeated, and they're, and they're using you. It's gotta you gotta feel like fuck. They they must think I'm washed up. They're trying to make a star out of me, and uh, that no, is, all for me. that's- no
1: off of me, not right. Yeah, yeah, right. Sorry, yeah, all yeah, me, right, right, right. right.
2: And, and you gotta take that personal. I mean, look, it's like as a comic sometimes, like when you get bumped for a guy that you're like, what? That like or, yeah. you know, I mean sometimes that next time you're on a show with that guy and you go on before him, you, you're like, all right, dude. All right. Oh, you're the big thing. Oh, yo, oh, you're the guy. So you purposely
1: try to smoke him. Yeah.
2: I mean, I, I want, I always want to smoke him, but sometimes I'll, I'll fucking get that extra, you know? I you, yeah.
1: No, I've done that before. I've done that. I, I had that happen with Eliza Schlesinger and people got mad at me because uh, they are like somebody, one of the uh, people with managers said, go, go a little, you know, go a little easy. I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? Yeah, she's closing. I'm going up before her. That's it. That's what's gonna happen, and it happened exactly. It was it was me. It was Dove, Dove, Davidoff, then me, than her. Yeah. And and me and Dove were like, Dove's like, you taking your foot off the pedal? I said, I'm not. He said, or you? He said, I'm not. I said, Okay. How much time? Twenty minutes. I even Let's club do it.
2: To like, hey, can you work clean? And you're like, like a minute before you go on stage. You're like, huh? Like like or hey, do you mind the uh, don't do any crowd work. Like what? Like no, I'm giving them a show. This is this is a show. Like right.
1: And do you think do you think that Brunson? Because I watched his interview and he actually kind of threw it out there a little bit. He said, uh, "Yeah, you guys think I'm, I'm not in the mix?" He said, "I'm a little bit more focused. New camp. You, you'll yeah, see." I
2: think that happens a lot of times. I think that happened with Nate Diaz versus McGregor the first time when they were. You know, I think it happens a lot of times. Fighters know the odds. They know the odds are like when when Brunson probably was like three to one, and you see it a lot of times after the fight of them just looking at either Dana or the crowd or like like what like 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 are they are they say something like yeah motherfucker that's that's what I'm that's what I'm here for like what you think you're gonna and and, you know but like I said I'm equating to like pandemic I'll I'll bring it back to comedy right now I'm doing comedy I'm doing three shows a week you know. Some comics are like, I don't do Zoom shows. Oh, really? So you're writing every fucking day jokes? And when you come back, you're gonna do those jokes? No, you're not, these, a lot of comics are not do, writing jokes. They're like, fuck it, I'll, I'll write jokes <laughs> when, I'm, when I'm back. And I'm like, no man, like, for me, it's like, you gotta be disciplined. If I don't do those Zoom shows, then I'm not gonna work as hard. I know personally about, about getting new material out and and coming up with new material. And, and being as tight as I possibly can, because when you, have a, when you have a destination, that's when you really turn it up, and when the destination is, the deadline is the comedy show, so I have to be good for the comedy show, where there's no fucking deadline, it's really easy for people to be like, ah, I'll just do it when I get back, and, and you could lose focus, lose training, and I think that happens a lot of times with, uh, with camps, you know, it's like, you gotta be on your game, you gotta, you, you can't You got to be a nerd. Someone told me one time uh, to be a good comic. You got to be a nerd about shit. You got to be like a uh, nerd. And then somebody else told me the difference between a professional as an amateur is detail. It's fucking detail. You know, it's, you got to be detailed. Anyway, uh, enough lecturing. So uh, Can I point
0: out something really quick about, that I noticed about Edmund and his camp, the Glendale Fight Club? This is very bizarre because we know he's been training there since he was 10 years old with Ronda Rousey. I went on Sure Dog and I looked up the Glendale Fight Club and I saw that there's only 10 fighters are fighting out of the glendale fight club and he's the only 185 pound fighter aside from this other vardan shalonian dude these are all armenian dudes but you think that's bad for like an up-and-comer fighter with so much potential as edmund to have such like i think I think, I think
2: i think edmund's biggest problem is that he's uh he's very arrogant and i think he knows boxing you know he's a good boxing trainer I know he's got a lot of up-and-coming boxers. I Probably, if you look on their on their website, boxing-wise, there's probably a lot of boxers there. But it's like anything else. It's like, it's this is not a boxing match.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a mixed martial artist.
2: It's Art. a mixed martial artist. Um, Edmund was getting the better of Brunson in boxing. He was landing the harder shots. But then, all of a sudden, Brunson was like, close the distance, wrestle, take him down. And Edmund didn't know what to do. He gassed the fuck out because that's... Well, like, I mean, Ronda Rousey, Ronda Rousey's mom used to take me out for lunch and just be like, what, what is this guy doing? You know, um, it, part of being Do you think he's a good coach? No, I think he's a good specialized coach. I think when it comes to boxing, like if, uh, if all of a sudden I was like, Hey, I need to clean up my punches. I think you, you can go to Edmond and become a better boxer, but that's not mixed martial arts right like, you know and uh so no I don't think he's a good mixed martial arts coach I think he's a good boxing coach you know he trained under, under Freddie Roach like under he was like allegedly one of Freddie's guys so right. he, no he was but if you look at Ronda
1: Rousey when she tried to stand up with people and instead of using her go-to she was getting housed he honestly
2: was, and he was telling her she's she can beat world champion boxers and you're like no, she can't. Well, you know
1: she can Why don't you use what, you got, what got you to the party? You know that your arm bar is your, 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 your go-to. She didn't use it, and if you look at the three fights where she tried to stand up with people, she got demolished. She got demolished. She started, she boxing, at like, she got demolished.
2: started yep. boxing at, like, 21 years old. There's not a boxer out there who starts at 21 who could hang with anybody world class. Like, these boxers have been there for fucking five years old. Holly Holm was a kickboxer. Like she was a kickboxing, she was a boxing champion, a boxing champion, a, a nine-time boxing champion. And you think at, if you start at twenty, that you're gonna fucking oh, hang? Yeah,
1: That's just uh, that he he infused her with this arrogance that just that her hands were, you know, the best.
2: Yeah, it, it was crazy. It was, it was it was wild. I mean, I now you know, look, it, it is what it is. I mean, we, we went over this. Uh, so it came out today that Yair yeah, uh, Rodriguez out of the beat fight. Uh, which sucks because that would have been a fucking great fight.
1: Amazing um, fight.
2: So now they're trying to find a new opponent for Zabit. I know they were talking about Calvin Guitar. That was a good fight. Um, it was a good fight. I know that I think Zabit won the first two out of three. Uh, Zabit's a guy that I don't know how good he's gonna do in five-round fights. He seems to fade in the third a little bit, and then the fight's over. But he won the first two, so good. First time I saw the Zabit, I was sold on him. I'm like, this dude's gonna be the champion. I don't know in a five round fight.
1: No, I don't. You, you were sold on him. I wasn't. I just thought it's a five. It's five rounds, and I've noticed the people. It's a different ball game. It's yeah. A, but but that third round, you see the people that turn it up. Like uh, I, I'm going to use an example. Nate Diaz is one of those people because I guess you know the, the training. He gets actually better as he goes.
2: Yeah. A uh, part, part going, of that is the guy. Yeah, I mean, Nate also runs marathons in his free time.
1: Yeah, I know. Yeah, he, he like, bikes and yeah, he pulls like, like he pulls elk across the, you
2: know. There was a kid on my, my college wrestling team that was like arguably one of the worst kids on the team, but his cardio was fucking insane. So he would just like pressure you for the whole time and he would win so many matches he shouldn't have won because of his cardio. I put Clay Greta in that category of he's a, he's a, you know, he's good at everything, but it's just hard to match certain guys' cardios. Uh, right. especially, you know, um, now speaking of which, according to Tyron Woodley, he signed the contract to fight Colby Covington. I
1: saw, I saw it. Yeah.
2: And he's going to be the hero of the world if he beats Colby Covington. And this is his biggest fight.
1: That's what he uh, said. I don't agree. I don't think it was his biggest fight. I thought that, his biggest I mean, fight was for the belt. <laughs> that was your biggest fight bro
2: yeah and probably defending the belt too right would yeah,
1: I-, I mean yeah but well, those were your biggest fights but him and kobe had beef and they've been had beef so i think for him he's gotta win this but i i just think that out of the two kobe is a cardio machine but woodley hits like a fucking horse dude
2: i didn't, I didn't think of it well okay look i've i've only been to a couple barber shops right in my life but, you know, I, I think you've been to a lot more. I and mean, then one of me and you went to one in South Central to do comedy. we did uh, that, was so
1: weird. <laughs> uh,
2: but every, but, but I, mean, I remember Woodley trying to tell me he wanted to be like the champ of the barbershops. Like that was his, I remember him telling me like, he was like, that was gonna be his, uh, who, who they market to. Like the like black urban market, you know?
1: That's, that's um, just retarded. I mean, I'm not.
2: <laughs> but, you know, why is that retarded?
1: No, I understand because when people talk shit at barbershops, that's the real shit. That's what they think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think that he should want to be the champion.
2: No, he yeah. said he wanted to be the champion of the world, but he was saying that the UFC was—they uh, weren't marketing him right. Um, oh no, that's true. No, and, that's and, not true. And I, he wasn't saying I want, I want to be the barbershop champion. I, I'm, I'm totally oh. misquoting it. If, oh, I'm tired, okay. I'm tired. If you hear this, this, this I, I want to be able to beat up any barber. That, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be disrespectful at all. I'm trying to say that that the UFC was missing a certain market for him. That that, that like that would that would have been huge when he was true. a champion.
1: Yeah, he, they they. I think the UFC does that a lot. I think that they they miss a lot of audience that loves it and they don't market at all. I,
2: I know, no, I know you're the, you're a guy who um a lot of your shows like a lot of people that come out like are, is that crowd? How big is that crowd? Is it, I mean, are we talking about like the Michael Blackson effect where it's like-
1: Yeah, I'm not in that crowd though. That's not my crowd.
2: That's not your, but- but,
1: Um, Yeah, no, it is true. If you look at the Kings of Comedy, if you look at um, Kevin Hart initially, if you look at Mike Epps, um, people that are multi multi multi-millionaires that sell out. I mean, Chris Rock's crowd was a urban crowd at first. You look bigger and blacker and you look at it, you look at the audience, it's all black folks. So I think that at the end of the day, to miss out on that giant chunk of people who love fighting and love UFC, and don't even market to us, like, well, fuck you. We're just gonna market to the Trump, the fucking Trump people, brother.
2: I don't know, I'm not saying that they're, but maybe it's not even like an an intentional thing. I mean, it is an
1: intentional thing. How do you ignore that market? We're $2.8 trillion. How do you ignore a $2.8 trillion fucking market?
2: I don't think it's being ignored. Um, I just think that, I don't think it's an intentional thing. Uh, I don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't have, I'm not, I don't have. UFC, I think the
1: UFC feels like we're, we the UFC come to us. And some okay. people, like, no, why don't you. But that
2: wasn't the point I'm trying to make. What I'm trying to make is like, if Woodley lose, if Woodley loses to Colby Covington, right. Which uh, I think he's not going to lose. Is, could he go back to the barbershop?
0: Oh shit. Uh, yeah, he could. <laughs> Yeah. It has to be super cuts though.
1: It has, it has to be super cuts or, that's hilarious me. by the way, that's hilarious. No, Thank I, you. I personally, I do think he's going to win because I think that honestly, out of the two of them, he's a far better wrestler.
2: Mm, they're both all American wrestlers.
1: I But Woodley, I don't know. Woodley, it's,
2: it's very close. It's honestly very close.
1: It's very close. But I, and this, I don't mean this as, this sounds so, this as a racial thing. Um, I, Woodley has that gorilla strength. He does. When he's wrestling, he has gorilla strength, as Kobe doesn't. Kobe has some good, you know, he, he, you know but I think
2: that- hey, but I think, Honestly, wrestler. I think if it was a, I think if they had a wrestling match, because I think, I think Kobe plays top eight in the country, I know he did, and so did Woodley. I think they were both like six or seven. It's exactly the same. I think it's gonna be a six, five, seven six match I think it's a tight match um now Colby uses his wrestling still Woodley doesn't
1: Woodley right. he, do love, he fell in love with his hands because he was yeah. knocking motherfuckers eyeballs right their yeah. asshole but I think that he that just like Cormier said to, uh Stipe he said bring your wrestling shoes because it's fucking on
2: now he and might I be saying, saying it's the most important he, he might be saying it's most important fight in his career because this is this is the, like the fight that's gonna break, either make him or break him. Like if he beats Colby, he's still in the top three. If he loses to Colby, it that's he drops way down. That's three in a row. I mean, and it's not looking good. You know, it's three in a row, and guys get cut after losing three in a row, and then and now we're talking about fighting a guy who's like a 12. You know what I'm saying? And so maybe it's the most important fight for him there. Now, as far as being a hero, he'll be everyone's hero uh i don't know i think that's like, I, I think that's a bubble thing uh i think i think you know to 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 liberals he's gonna be a hero to republicans he's not gonna be a hero
1: right um, so, it, well some republicans because a lot of republicans right now hate uh, trump we, too ween yeah uh, we a lot of republicans are actually going this is <laughs> insane from that last interview <laughs> <laughs> well, And so even Republicans are like, yeah, that wasn't the right
2: move. Yeah, but a lot of liberals don't want to vote for Biden either. So it it goes both ways, right?
1: It goes both ways. But no, that last interview was pretty fucking wacky.
2: They're they're both wacky. I mean. No,
1: no, no, no. They're not as wacky. One's more wacky.
2: Okay. Trump might be more wacky on purpose. Okay.
1: Uh Biden's um, more wacky because he's losing his faculty. Yeah,
2: yeah, it's like, yeah, the truth.
1: I think it's <laughs> it, it, you know, he's
2: uh a like, like, yeah. like like a coherent Biden, I think, is better than, than what Trump is, but at the same time, like I, I I watched Biden's last two speeches. He didn't know where he was. He said he he said it's good to be here, he was in the wrong city. Uh and then um he said something, and, and now he's making up all these times he's been arrested. Like every speech, he's, he's, he was arrested with Mandela and arrested here, and okay. then looking back, and none of this happens.
1: Oh no, 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 he's definitely, yeah, but, but, but that's why they're picking a younger VP because he's gonna, they're gonna pop a balloon, he's gonna have a heart attack, and then the VP's gonna pull into it. That's what's gonna happen, that's the plan. But I think, no, Trump, out of the two, since, we've, since you've drawn me into this on this show. Yeah.
0: God, damn it, what, what
1: God Trump, damn it,
2: Adam. What did Trump, Trump say? Trump now, what did, Trump said, I didn't, did see, the, I didn't see the last interview. Uh, what did Trump uh, say? No, on, on, on HBO uh,
1: Axios. Yeah, and yeah. What,
2: what happened?
1: Oh, God. He was pulling out kids' uh, charts. Look, we're better than other countries when it comes to the COVID. And, then, and the guy was like, no, right me, No, you're not. No, you're not. I mean, a thousand people dying a day is not good. He said, hey, it is what it is. All that's right. the last shit you want to say to people that their grandmother or their fucking loved one died. Hey, it is what it is. And that's exactly what he said. It is what it is. It is what it is. And and it was. I was like, did he just say it is what it is? Uh, and then he actually said John Lewis, who just died, was a civil rights leader for the people that don't know. Yeah, right. people don't know. He, said, he said, I guess he did a lot of things, but I've done more for black people and other than abraham lincoln
2: and i oh, went wow uh, yeah he's Did gotta he. stop saying i've done more for black people that, 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 that yeah,
1: never, i don't yeah. think that that really is going to endear him but uh <laughs> i just think that like the same way like i see what you're saying where if woodley wins there's a lot of people that hate i absolutely hate this dude yeah and i think that they were like you know, i'm glad you knocked that motherfucker out because they felt that way in the last fight. When he lost and his jaw – I don't know if his jaw got cracked or something.
2: Yeah, it wasn't broken. It was assumed to be broken, but it wasn't.
1: But he but he got cracked. And I, even though he said he won the fight, he didn't win the
2: fight. He, he, he did not win the fight. The but fight- no,
1: there's an interview. I was watching the top ten um, people who go after reps. And he's in the top ten of people that complain to the reps, um, harass the reps, he actually tweets at refs. And, yeah, but
2: he shouldn't. But that's one thing. I mean, there are guys that, like, actually attack refs.
1: Oh, yeah. They got uh, the to top ten. Right. They show the people who yeah. physically, you know, Roy Jones. I mean, not Roy. Uh, uh, what's the, the guy with the big beard, the big belly? Roy Nelson? Roy Nelson, yeah. No,
2: oh, he never went after a ref.
1: No, he, he got up in Big John's face and was giving him the finger. and. Oh, God. Yeah. You got to see it. It's called the top ten uh, fighters that went after refs.
2: Well, the worst is like, I mean, there were guys that like pushed refs before.
1: Right. Or, or no, actually hit I think, refs.
2: I think Phil Baroni did that against uh, a, yes. like,
1: a bunch of other guys. But but I think, I think that Woodley is going to win because I just think wrestling wise. And I think that out of the two of them, even though I got to give the Colbys a, a cardio machine, he don't hit as hard as Woodley. He really don't.
2: He does not hit as hard, but he, but he, ha- he has been looking better in his last fights. Yeah, and, but he,
1: does, he doesn't have knockout power.
2: No, he doesn't have knockout power. He doesn't
1: have knockout power. Woodley has knockout power. So if they're if it's equal and Woodley gets a shot and lands, I think that it'll be a wrap.
0: Honestly. I've seen Woodley has uh, put- what do you think, Weendog? I think it's going to be very competitive if it does have any wrestling involved but if colby manages to string it out past the second and third round i think he takes it uh, via decision i'm not sure if he gets knocked out by twood i can you know possibly see that happening but i th- i would give the slight edge to colby and i wouldn't be surprised if he's like a minus 125 favorite or something like that
2: i mean it's a matter of what woodley has left if he, if he fights the way he did his last two fights colby's gonna win He's gone.
1: Uh, Yeah, he's done.
2: Uh, if 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 he turns back the clock a little bit and fights the way he did against Robbie Lawler, or even against he get it against Damien Maya, um, you know, I think I think Woodley, Woodley's gonna win. Um, it, the Maya wasn't a great fight, but it was a, a smart fight. Um, so yeah, it depends on what Woodley shows up. So, uh, I, I, to right. Ask you guys. I've been watching
1: some of the. Uh, I watched the last fights and I watched some of the interviews. I like watching the interviews to see what how people react to it. Do you think that? I, and I watched Cormier on talking about the fight coming up do you think that he got a shot because i the more i watch it i go
2: of course i mean look daniel cormier always has a shot i mean daniel cormier is it was a two-time olympian i mean he almost beat Kale sanderson who arguably the greatest college wrestler ever i think he lost by like one or two points yeah it it was one point uh the john jones fight he lost he, I mean, the first fight, I thought he lost three rounds out of the five. Um, the second fight, I thought he was winning. I was there. He was winning that fight. So I called the head kick. Um, and, and, you know, he's a guy that got fucking blasted by Anthony Rumble Johnson and came back and, and and beat him then beat him again, easier in, 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 in the thing. And he, and he fucking knocked out Bay and was winning the Bay fight before he got, he got stopped. I mean, that was a very, very close fight. So yeah, of course. Now, Stipe taking time off his head's a little bit i don't know where his head's at you know he didn't want to come back he said he couldn't train um but at the same time cormier is long of the tooth he he's had a lot i mean they both had crazy battles um i would say they both it's 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 a toss-up to be honest a toss-up oh come on
1: are you serious yeah get the fuck out of here look okay boxing wise and now wrestling wise let's still give it to cormier of course I, yeah, but I don't know his ego. I think he's going to try to stand with Cormier. I mean, he's going to try to stand with Steve and he's going to get his going get his. He
2: did that last time. Then he apologized to his corner for not listening, and he said the last thing he should have done was to stand with him, and that he learned from his mistakes. So, I mean, Cormier, but, you know, you Cormier, can. and Cormier is saying that he's, he's going to wrestle, bring his wrestling shoes. So why
1: would I hope he? Hope he sticks to that. Maybe he's saying that, but I'm telling you, I've seen his, or I've seen him. Hey, honestly, there was a couple of times when he was standing with Rumble. I'm like, "What the fuck are you doing?" No,
2: no. I think the first time he I got hit by dumb. Rumble. First time he got by, hit by Rumble, he was like, "Wow, never again." Uh, which is why in the second fight and the sec- last of the first fight, he he didn't do that. And I think that when he got hit by, um, I think with the Black Beast, he was like, "I'm not giving this guy a shot. I'm taking him down and I'm submitting him." I don't think he respected Cepa's power, um, and I think because of that he engaged in a stand-up war. I think now he respects his power. I think Cormier is one of those people that, you know, like a, a kid that you say, don't touch the oven, it's hot, and they gotta touch the fucking oven.
1: And then, <laughs> That's a great analogy. Don't do that, Cormier. Ah! Uh, and then
2: are like, <laughs> okay, now I'm not gonna touch the oven. It's like, a lot of people like that. No matter what you tell them, they're gonna do it, and they're gonna learn. And then we'll see what happens. But so
1: you still – so, wait a minute. So, you're you you you're saying that you don't think
2: Stipe- – you know, No, because they both – that second fight could have went either way.
0: If,
1: wow, Adam. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Uh,
0: uh, Ween Doug? What's interesting about this fight is that right now the odds have Stepe as a minus 110 – and Cormier as a minus 120, so it's very even with Cormier being the very, very slight favorite. Now, I don't like betting in heavyweight fights because I've learned my lesson from betting on heavyweight fights. Anything can go down. Look at the past couple of fights ago we had, or uh, fight cards ago, we had uh, Fabrício Verdum versus uh, Alexander, what's his last name, Gustafsson. I, we all had Gustafsson winning that fight, but he gets submitted via armbar in 10 seconds so I never really want to bet on heavyweight fights I can honestly see this fight going either way I wouldn't be surprised if any of these gentlemen either one of them wins you know what I'm saying yeah really
1: so I so so I'm the only one that thinks uh, even though I like Cormier I think Stipe is gonna win I think he's gonna knock him out again you
2: know what it's crazy is that like I always thought Stipe was a golden glove boxer and I always thought he had better boxing and I still think he has better (laughs) boxing but in the first fight he knocked out Stepe, and the second fight they were pretty even on the feet. It was almost like it was like that uh Mike Tyson punch out game, where he figured out like he has that one button that like you hit him like when he fights King Hippo and his fucking pants fall down, and you got to hit him. That kind of was like what Stepe figured out was like okay, this you can hit him in the body, but that was late in the fight. It was what fourth round, fifth round. It wasn't. It wasn't early.
1: It wasn't early. No, it wasn't early because I think that Cormier initially was taking it to him. He was using a little bit more, but he should use more wrestling. Like when I watch fights, I look at wrestlers and I go, I don't understand what the ego is with wrestlers. And I'm like, if you're a really good wrestler, fucking wrestle. Like I don't get why they were like, I want to show you, I'm going to stand on the feet with a I fucking- because
2: they've been wrestling, right wrestling and their and whole lives. A lot of times like the are their whole lives, they also know the other guys expecting them to wrestle. And also it's a lot more energy. It's fucking people are lazy. I know, but what you know, I'm it's saying it, it is to wrestle than the fucking. I mean, boxing hard, don't get me wrong.
1: Boxing is hard too, because you're taking.
2: So, so but wrestling is a river. different kind of fucking exhaustion. No,
1: okay, to wrestling to me, wrestling to me, when I, because I never, I, I just went from taekwondo to jujitsu and that was it. I was, but wrestling to me is way harder. But wrestling to me, if you got that in your fucking tool, shit.
2: Yeah, no, it. it
1: if, and, and you don't use that shit, you're an idiot you're okay, a fucking idiot to me and I see a lot of them that don't they get into their ego I'm going to stand up and bang with you with a top striker then a the top striker shows you why I'm a top striker and they get fucking housed
2: okay so, so just so you guys awesome know favorite. what I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with right now with the podcast uh, so Jamal Emers
1: okay I'm sorry uh,
2: hey, it, bro. I go hey congratulations amazing job thanks bro are you free Wednesday or want to do the podcast via Zoom at 1230 we'd love to have you yes I'm free Perfect. I'll send you the link at 11. Thanks, man. I sent him a link uh, 11 So he's going to jump on? He's ready to jump on? No. I go, that's the link. You coming on? Nothing. So this is what I fucking deal with every single time we have a podcast, okay? <laughs> uh, like,
1: <sighs> just, uh, no, because sometimes they come in late or they don't know the technology. or. So what
2: happens is he's going to see it at 2 o'clock and be like, oh, my bad, bro. Uh, can we do it again next week? And I'll be like,
0: yeah okay, no problem. Uh, <laughs> what is it with these MMA fighters? dude? they're always late? They always skip the interview. What is it with them? They're just training too hard. They don't I, have got time what? for MMA think, roasting.
2: Look, look, these guys, their priority is fighting. These guys, they get punched in the head for a job. They got, they have to worry about wrestling, jiu-jitsu, all kinds of shit. They just cut weight. The kid, what the guy, the kid just won his first UFC fight. He, I'm sure he was like, yeah, sure, and he just forgot, you know. And it's also like. Hard because I'm doing it via DM. I'm not like I don't have his phone number. I if it was a more if it was a if I had more help, I'd have a person calling people and reminding them and be like, hey, just so you you know. But I don't have the fucking.
1: But you get a good amount. I had somebody somebody inbox me from one of the shows, and he said you're cool, but you're still fucking wrong about uh, street (laughs) Jesus. They they, they compliment me and then they call me an asshole. Yeah, fuck you. He's still he's still not that good. I'm like, yes, he is, you asshole. And then we end up arguing. But for some reason, they like to argue with me because of this shit. Because well, of this
2: show. Of course, I, dude, I, I, get, I get people. Fight,
1: but I have got fighters, fight fans who hit me up because I they felt I was wrong. I they feel like I'm wrong about. I think that he's one of the best. Period. And they and they just uh, I do I call him Street Jesus. I think that's a dope.
2: Oh, it's thing. the best. By yeah, the way, I I get so many people that are like. Either like because last time someone's like I'm not listening to the show as long as you have Zhang on, right? They call you Zhang or like none or Chang. None of them know your name. And then I was like, so I mentioned I'm like, listen, fucking Shang is awesome. He's one of the best comics in the world. He's funny. He has his opinion. And then I got so many people that were like. We love Shang. He's the only one that I agree with. <laughs> he's, he's the only person. Why do I get so much shit in
1: my inbox? Because so like, the- this last month. Because I personally thought that you got to give credit if I, if you got six days notice to fight one of the top fighters and a and a motherfucking mugger. Let's keep it real. That last fight, you're fighting a mugger. You're fighting a dude that is that can actually just mug you in the ring. Yeah. And you still do as good as you did.
2: You gotta give him fucking props. I I give Masud props for keeping it entertaining. At the same time, like uh, you know, he wasn't in the best shape. I mean, he didn't know he had a fight coming up, and he didn't know it was gonna be in Abu Dhabi, and you know. But I don't know. I mean,
1: I think he needed to train. No, no, no. no. I think he needed to train. It'd have been a different
2: fight. It it would have. But I think the 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 casual fan watches that fight is not yearning to see a rematch. That's the problem. That's the most people are not like, oh, we gotta see a rematch with that. It's just not but people are not, they're not, they're going to go. It was a one-sided. It was a 50, 50, 45, maybe 49, 46. And it wasn't the greatest, you know? Anyway. So Khabib yesterday responded to Justin Gaethje. He goes, Justin is a very nice guy and good opponent for me, but when octagon close, he have to be ready for not only boxy match. I'm not Dustin Poirier or Tony Ferguson. I will take him to the deepest ocean and drown him.
1: Jesus Christ, he's so dark. <laughs> like, that sounds so. That sounds like some shit he was saying. Don't you think that's some dark shit to say? I would take you. I would kill you. I would put like, your. I would take your mother and put her under. Like, the why
2: water. can't he just drown him in a pool? Like, why does he have to go to the deepest ocean?
1: Because uh, uh, <laughs> he's, like, he's a, you know, he's an intense motherfucker. That's why when Connor was fucking with him, I was literally listening, going. I don't think this is a dude You should talk about his family.
2: Why does it got to be the deepest ocean? Like, I mean, the deepest ocean? You can't just, you can drown somebody in a fucking kiddie pool if you wanted to. Like, what, like, like you find the deepest ocean and then- it sounds, more, it sounds more intense.
1: <laughs> like,
2: fuck, man.
1: Man, uh, I mean, I, but did you see, uh, uh, he came back. He came back at him. He said, really? He said, he said yeah, okay, we'll see. He's, type, he's, not, uh, he's, hopefully, not, he's uh, not intimidated by...
2: No, ho- hopefully he has floaties on, but, man, that <laughs> like that was fucking crazy. Um, uh, Gaethje,
1: he knows this is a fucking huge... Of course. For him. He's going to do some damage.
2: Now, three guys got suspended from marijuana, which, look, Tim Elliott, who uh, I fucking... I like Tim Elliott. He got I engaged. Louis Pena, who... Uh, violent Bob Ross, they call him, because he looks like Bob Ross, and he's violent. Uh, and J- and Jamal Hill, who won is, is like 8-0. The guy looks like he never trained in his life. He's like has like no build, but just murders people. Uh, and he, he called out John Jones after his sixth fight, this fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. he's a mugger.
1: He's definitely a
2: mugger. So, here's the problem. If marijuana dispensaries are open during a pandemic because they're an essential business, how are you going to su- fucking suspend people for smoking weed? Like how? Like, come on. Like it's it's they're all, right now. Like the whole world is clo- whole country's closed except for dispensaries, because it's an essential medicine. Right. Yet you, these people are suspended for weed. You, you can't it's have. On list.
1: It's on the it's it's on the list. Come of, on. What do you mean? Come on. I get. I, I agree with you. I I just started smoking weed in March. <laughs> you know. So i I'm, I'm new to this. I'm telling you right now. If it's on the list and you know you're a professional fighter and you're a professional fighter, this is what you get paid for. Part of me is like, motherfucker, don't do that till after. So we, uh,
2: can't we have common sense here? Isn't there common sense? Can we have no, a common sense? No, no,
1: no, 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 Okay, so
2: I, if apples are on the list, right? Apples are on the list.
1: No, you- <laughs>
2: All right, and somebody eats, a, and somebody eats an apple. Should they get suspended?
1: If it's on the list.
2: Uh, I mean, how stupid is that?
1: That's I, I see what you're saying but you know the world is stupid everything's stupid but if this is on the list and i'm a fighter and they say don't do this i won't do that until after i fight
2: i I get it but first of all a lot of people took these fights on short short notice and second of all it's like this is so stupid i I understand if you're gonna make marijuana illegal and say it's a drug and and it's banned in in the country which i don't agree with but i understand if that's where they're going but if you're gonna say marijuana is legal, and no, it isn't legal, it's an essential business. Okay, meaning that your 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 fucking clothing business can't open, but the marijuana business can. Eric, right? You can't okay. buy
1: stocks, but you can buy edibles.
2: All right, your gym can't open. Your gym can't open in the pandemic, but the dispensary can. And now you're suspended for fucking smoking weed? I mean, how fucking stupid is that?
1: I, I you know what? It's it's stupid. But I get it. I get it. Like if if I if I was a professional fighter and I'm going and I know that these are the parameters.
2: No, I. But that's two different things. That's that we're talking about two different things. We're talking about like we're talking about the rule itself and then the fighters obeying the rule. I'm saying the rule itself is really stupid.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay. but, uh, well, y'all know. No. Okay, so if you're saying the rule itself, of course, is stupid. They let people that have have fight that have have horse hormones in their fucking face and yet he will let them fight. I've seen people where you go, you know, he's roided out. Of course, and and but they let him fight, and so I I think it's hypocrisy. But there's a bunch of shit, just like the fucking ratings. So like one guy will be twelfth, and then he jumps up to fucking third. And yeah. if you look at if you look at UFC, be like, yeah, I like him. He'll I like his style, and all of a sudden he's one of the top fighters, even though he hasn't fought any top fucking top ten people.
2: Yeah, so it's uh, a
1: bunch of shit that's. What, I, yeah. It doesn't
0: make sense. We what do you think? Well, I thought the UFC or um, whatever the athletic commissions allow, like a small percentage of weed to be in your system. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it's very interesting that they got popped, maybe because it, they were on short notice. I'm not sure if all of them were. Um, also, this is the Nevada State Athletic Commission. I'm not sure what their laws are on marijuana. I think weed is legal in Nevada. Yeah. I don't know if it's an essential business in Nevada, but I'm reading right here, um, they're saying that they're most likely going to get just like a six-month suspension, which is not like, you know, Nick Diaz getting banned for five years. Yeah, or but
2: like. it's still, I mean, these guys, some of these guys fight fucking four times in six months.
0: Right, that is now, a
1: long time.
2: It just yeah. like, it makes no sense.
1: Uh, well, no, I, see, I see what you're saying, but you, 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 you got to look at how they look at it. It's like. Look, In
2: I think it's, I, I think you're dumb enough. I mean, look, if they took the weed to Abu Dhabi and smoked it, then they're really fucking stupid. because <laughs> You're going to fucking jail for like
1: yeah, hundred years. You're going to jail and they're going to cut off your arms and, and replace them with spoons. Like, but, I, yeah. Yeah, um, I, I, just, I see what you're saying. I just, I get, like a lot of professional fighters to me, it's like, if I'm going to do this as a professional, just like us as comics, there's a certain point where you've got to go over your set, you've got to make sure you do this. There's certain shit you can't do at the club. Like, I know some clubs that say, that have told me, don't hit on any of the waitresses. Yeah, of
2: course. And that's,
1: and so, and then you see a comic that does it, and they go, can't get booked, they go, well, we told you not to hit on the waitress. Or if you're going to, do it after you get done with the gig.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Finish your set. Focus on what the fuck you're doing. That's why I think the pandemic is good for fighters. Because some of them, it makes them laser focused because they don't have all this other shit to deal not with. Some
2: of them, other, other ones are going Some of
1: them, I said, Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, so, last night, I don't know if you watched Looking for a Fight, uh, Dana White Contender Series. There's this guy that um, John Wood was talking about, uh, Jordan Leavitt. Uh, did you watch it? I did he not did, watch like, it. I, he's, like, undefeated. He's, like, uh, super flexible. He won his fight and then started humping the octagon. He basically Me Too'd the octagon. Oh and God. did like a <laughs> did, like, a split. People say he might be. He was. He was very flamboyant. People say he might be the first openly gay fighter. Hell I don't yeah. know. I don't know if he's gay. Uh, I can't think because of a guy does a split and fucks the octagon, that, that means he's gay. Uh, but if he is gay, but, uh, more more power to him. Um, but
1: yeah, but the, you know what? There's a lot of fighters that uh, if they feel like they might be gay, that's why I said you got to watch this show um, called Kingdom. Yeah. On uh, on uh, Netflix, and it's basically about you know, MMA fighters and what they go through. And I think that if he is, he does seem a little bit though. I'm <laughs> but, not, not if he is, but I'm saying there's a little, uh, there's a, yeah. I feel like there's a little gay cloud over him.
2: And it it's, might be. And you know what, I, I would say, he should, I, I think he should embrace it because they got a star on their hand, especially yeah. if especially if he's gay. Um, now, Carla Esparza said, she's tired of being the gatekeeper. She wants to be a contender. She's won four in a row. The problem is that they've like a lot of them have been split decisions, and you could argue that the other girl won. Uh, when that happens, it's hard for people to get really excited for you, and to put you in a title contention.
1: I hate to now, say now, it. that's so much bullshit. If you won, you fucking won. I,
2: I agree. I shit. agree. I agree. But there's people that like. Are dominating, right? And I agree. With, I totally agree. A win is a win. Right. But but people are more excited for uh, like the way people are winning. Like the eraser, what's his name? Like Paul Acosta, or even yeah. that guy Johnny Walker when he was on his little tear of just putting people out. Or even that guy that that um what's his name who got a title shot that ha- ended up losing to DC. And he lost his last fight. Uh, Volkan Ozdemir. Yeah, oh. Ozdemir. They, I mean, they, the way he was winning, of just putting people. I mean, when he knocked out Jimmy Manoa in twelve seconds, the problem is, is that that's who they kind of, they go okay. They
1: should they? I think they shouldn't look at it that way. I feel like a a a win is a win. She is definitely one of the top, and I think she she's right. She should get a shot at it. Why not? I mean,
2: uh, well, right what now if What of if she wins the
1: championship? What if she wins the belt, but it's a split decision, but she wins? She's still champion.
2: I know. I agree. But right now, there's there's Zangwell in front of her.
1: Yeah. There's, monster. There's, monster.
2: Juana Janjancic, who barely lost to Zangwell or had the, the fight of the year. Best no, of the no, no,
1: no. I, wait a minute. I, she turned her head into the Toxic Avenger.
2: It was a close fight. It was a it very was a close, close
1: fight. But the, she was getting teed off on uh, a little bit. The, the power shots were a little bit more.
2: Then you got Tatiana Suarez.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. Uh, Tatiana Suarez. That'd be a great fight, Carla versus Tatiana Suarez. Tatiana Suarez. Tatiana killed her. Oh, they already fought. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Um, <laughs> rematch.
2: <laughs> Wayne is
1: like, hey, that was. Oh shit, that didn't
2: happen. Uh, so I'm looking at. Okay, 115 pound women women's ranking. Wayne, can you? I bring it up. Yeah. 115 pound ranking. So you got you got those three ahead of her. Um, after that, I think you could. You could put Carla in the... I mean, she's right there.
1: She's um, right there, exactly. So why not give her a shot at it?
2: Well, then you got the other girl uh, cl- uh, who, who 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 um who she beat the girl from uh, who just beat Jessica I yeah uh,
0: uh, Valent wait oh um fuck yeah, yeah Cynthia yeah. Calvillo
2: yeah but Carla beat her.
0: You so. have uh, screen sharing disabled.
2: Okay, hold on. All right, so who we got? I'll enable. Multiple parents. Okay. Multiple people participants. All right. So um go. he got a he got
1: a ton of following after that fight. All
2: right. So 115, right? So we got oh yeah, we oh yeah, we got Rose Nami Yunus. Right. Uh you got Jessica Andrade. You got uh Claudia Godella, who barely beat Carla. So she's seventh. She beat Waterson. Uh I guess the other girl went up to twenty five. They're putting Caviola at tw- like twenty five. That's, that's what happens there. Right. So, yeah. So she got she, the her versus Claudia was a good fight. I think Nina just had a baby, so she. I, I don't even know why she's even ranked right now. I think she should be out. Mm-hmm. Joanna killed. Joanna killed Carla, but that was a long time ago. Uh, and Tatiana ran through Carla. I. I you know, if I'm mean, if I was Carla, I would call out uh, Jessica Andrade. Uh, because really. really? Well, I mean who and then and then try to get to Rose, but Carla beat Rose, but that was a long time ago. That
1: I know, but you still you have still you know you have to still take that into account, and I still think if you look at the, the rankings, she did win four in a row, and that's impressive I, I it, just, it is
2: it, it is, is
1: impressive I think that, that that sometimes people see split decisions as well, you didn't really win win yes, I fucking did, yes, you did win if it's a split decision you won, and they should give her. They absolutely should give her at least a look, or at least fight number two. At I, least
2: I agree. And I, you know what? If she, you know, right now she's in a, uh, a situation where if she stays in shape, um, she could actually uh, be right there because they're looking for girls. What do you think we need talk about, Carla's? And, and then also uh, McCorkle real quick, about Carla as far as saying she's sick of being a, gay te- a gatekeeper, she should get a, a title shot.
0: Well, I'm sure she will inevitably get a title shot because there's like five girls in this division. You know what I'm saying? That I feel I feel like they just keep recycling the uh, contenders for the belt. But I think she will eventually get one if she beats Andrade. I think that's a great fight. I think she probably will beat Andrade uh, just based off her grindy wrestling style. Um, I even think a Ioanna rematch might be good for her. You know, I don't know who Io- Ioanna would fight next, um, but damn. I don't know I don't but it's also money. about money
1: it's about money and and you know trying to get to the next level like i just looked online grunson just on that one fight his shit popped up like crazy yeah, yeah. well he's on, he's, yeah the, on searches his his following everything just went
2: well we got a guy uh who is the man the myth the legend uh he's one of the funniest people i know he's always causing trouble on facebook <laughs> yeah you're uh, a shit talker, man has has anybody actually? Uh, how, how's your GoFundMe thing going for your mask to save
1: lives? I'm
3: still, I'm still stuck at twenty five dollars, man. So now I feel like I should wow. give the money back, but I don't even know how to do that. GoFundMe doesn't make it easy. Like just I, I don't wear know how mask,
1: Man, why aren't you just wearing a
3: mask? Fuck it, man. I just I can't go along with the system, man. Like it's – I actually, my girlfriend's an epidemiologist, and uh, she has her master's. Uh, an infectious disease and all that, and she said from the beginning the masks are a joke. Uh, the foul you guys said the masks were a joke at the beginning, then he's like, oh no, we have to wear them. Now he's saying you have to wear goggles. Um, plus, I just like—I don't know—I like to look on people's faces when they're upset. I'm not wearing a mask, but too afraid to say anything. That like cracks me up everywhere I go. Like if people are too afraid so to, you like anyway. the fact that you're giving people shit more than <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> wow. And yeah. I, actually, I actually believe uh, the coronavirus thing. I actually am a big supporter of herd immunity. Um, so I think, like, everybody's going to get it eventually anyway. So I think it might as well get it out of the way. I'd rather have it now if I had to choose. What I'd rather – What, I'm the, young, what you know? are you talking about?
2: You, know, you don't understand. This is McCorkle. McCorkle's a guy I know who's <laughs> never cheated on a girlfriend. He would never cheat on his girlfriend. Uh, he, he's, he's a great parent. Uh, he's, oh, he, he didn't go to the WWE because he didn't want to leave his family. This is the kind of guy he is. He's a straight-up guy with, like, huge morals. But when it comes to fucking with people, uh, <laughs> it's a different level. It's,
1: it's, oh, it's another Okay, then that's why.
2: I was like, what? He's a guy who lives – okay, you don't understand. We, uh, real quick, we were at a club one day, and there was this nerdy guy that was trying to fit in with us. It was like, shut on big fan, blah, blah, And we were, we were at a bar. The guy accidentally spilled beer on some, like, jock bully guy, right? The, the, the bully guy got in the guy's face. McCorkle, who at the time, had a fight coming up. He was wearing an affliction shirt, was about 265, all muscle. Goes up to the guy, lifts off the ground. He goes, I will fuck you in the ass, and there's nothing you can do about it. Right? So,
3: <laughs> And then I did. And
2: then, we, then we left. All I kept thinking about was that guy picking on the other guy. He, after he stayed six hours circling the college town looking for the guy – just just to fight him again just to fucking threaten him again this is this is the way mccorkle
1: okay that explains it that
3: explains your mass thing all right now yeah.
2: uh so without introduction please give it up for sean mccorkle let him know sean mccorkle
3: yeah. all right. <laughs> I only had a few jokes this week i don't know if they're that great because i didn't uh, quite get them but parsed out the way i wanted but um i was uh i was watching luke thomas's show the other day i was one of probably four people that have ever seen it um but luke thomas gives mma predictions and all this and um uh, so it was, uh, I was watching it and he was talking, to him the shoplifting story, man. Like I was like, what? Like he's like cracking up. I used to shoplift when I was a teenager and like it was supposed to be funny, I guess. I don't know. Um, and so it's just more proof. Like when you see a guy like that, it's like proof in life that karma always comes back and gets you because um, like he was shoplifting, stealing stuff for stores for years. And now Brendan Schaub steals every MMA pick and everything he says every week and does his (laughs) breakdown shit. So it's like, you can't get away with it. It just comes back on you, you know? Oh, speaking of which, uh, this one I... What the hell? (laughs) I was... uh, (laughs) I was uh, watching uh, Rocky IV the other day, man. Like, I forgot what a great movie that is, too. Like, Like, I'm a sucker man for Roadhouse, like Rocky. Like, I like Roadhouse so much that we were in a Walmart, me and my girlfriend, not wearing masks the other day. And uh, we were at a Walmart, and so about a group of guys came in that looked like just kind of like a bunch of redneck dudes came walking in. And my girlfriend leaned over to me and said, right, boots, which I thought was like one of the funniest things in the world. If you haven't seen Roadhouse a hundred times, you won't get it, yeah. but that's a great joke. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great joke. Um, so, great um, but no, I'm watching Rocky Four the other day, and I only, I don't follow anybody on Twitter because I'm basically only interested in my life, you know? Like, right. so I've got, you know, thousands of followers only follow myself. Um, or only look at my stuff, but uh I got on there and I'm watching Rocky four and it was weird because herb Dean obviously was too, you know, at the same time, like watching it because uh, I saw in his timeline he was like worst stoppage i 've ever seen. Creed should have been given more time uh, you know, blah, blah blah blah, and I was just like, yeah I knew uh, he was watching Rocky four at the same time as me also
2: of course
1: um,
3: <laughs> the last one I got i um uh, i don 't know if you guys remember um bloody elbow i think is the website they do like yes. they're not as popular anymore as they used to be but they do like obscure interviews um sometimes like with guys like where are they now and they actually got in with uh war machine like they actually got to be able to do it like a full length interview with war machine um and they're not the classiest organization you know they ask some like inappropriate questions sometimes stuff like you know i mean the guy in his position you wouldn't want to ask you know uh, them certain things but they asked war machine like um is there anything he can smile about or joke about nowadays? You know, like, I mean, he's in prison for the next 40 years, no chance of getting down or anything. And uh, he said, I mean, man, look at me, I'm surrounded, you know, um, I'm locked up, I'm surrounded by, you know, a bunch of rapists, you know, criminals, um, sexual assaulters, um, and you want me to make jokes? Like, I, I can't think of the, anything funny I've ever said uh, in my life. And actually, you know, on my bed I say War Machine, I, I thought that was Brendan Schaub, actually. It, it, it oh, my not gosh. With, uh,
1: not with War Machine. So he's the one surrounded by rapists. And uh and
3: I, I say so, those two, I get those two intertwined all the time. So. Man. I made, I made that joke up in the middle of the night, man. I, went, I got up to pee last night. And in the middle of the night, I thought, wouldn't it be funny if you said that War Machine was surrounded by rapists, but instead it was Brendan Schaub? And,
2: that was a good joke. So, I liked
3: it. Good, good. I don't know.
2: Good shit, yeah. Yeah. Give it so. up for Joe Let him know. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Great job, uh,
2: Great job. McCurkle, That was that was hilarious. Um, now your boy, your 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 best friend Matt Mitrione, is fighting Friday night against Tim Johnson in Bellator. Tim yeah, up a big win. I like Tim Johnson. He's from North Dakota. He's a he was a bouncer. At, he was an Uber driver slash bouncer at a strip club slash <laughs> Ar- army veteran, college wrestler, a real man's man. Matrione, you said hits like a fucking brick shithouse how do we see
3: that his- i i don't know man i think I, I actually when um i saw they saw that when i saw they signed that fight i watched um some uh johnson's fights and um i think uh honestly i think matt will just be too fast on his feet for him matt is so quick man i don't know from his years playing football or what like he is a uh, he's not hard to take down if you can get a hold of him but when matt moves and when he's athletic and like really trying to stay you know on the move he is impossible to get a hold of him, unless you're ryan Bader or some superstar wrestler but I think uh, after watching a couple of guys fights, I think Matt will catch him as he's coming in to try to take him down. That's hands are fast, and his uh, feet are even faster. Man, like he can he can move when he wants to, and um, you know talking to him, I think that he learned a lot from the Ryan Bader fight. You know that you can't uh, you got to control the distance. He's got Matt's got freakishly long reach, also that he doesn't always use, but when he does, he's hard to he's but hard, hard ever to deal with. the
2: for uh, sending you to Vegas and not picking you up.
3: Oh gosh, man, that was I told you that yeah, that was ridiculous. He, you know, he goes out tells me. He'll, uh, hey, man, I'll fly you out here to train. I need help for like four or five days, which is never fun because Matt goes 100% when you're sparring. You know, like him and him and Alstra Overeem were going to spar one day. This is when Overeem was taking as many steroids as I was. Um, oh. But that, uh, that's when uh, Overeem was all roided out. And I said, hey, man, like, call me. Let me know how it goes. I'm interested to see. That's when Matt joined the Black Cillians. And um, the next day, he's like, man, you ain't going to believe what happened. And before he even said anything, I said, let me guess. You hit Overeem too hard. He got mad, hit you with, like, a spitting elbow or a knee to the face, and you guys got in a real fight, and they broke it up. He's like, oh, who told you? I was like, I just know you, and I, just, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just know how you are like I, I knew. But, uh, yeah, so. Wait, is that, what like happened? Say, is that okay. exactly what happened? Exactly, yeah, he said he said he hit him with an inside leg kick a couple times too hard, and over said easy, you know, like the third time, like, dude, take it easy, you know, and then Matt hit him with it. He goes, okay, maybe the inside leg kick, the fourth one was a little too hard still. He right. said, but uh, he did it say said, next thing you know, over it, got him like tight clenched and started kneeing him without knee pads and his ribs and then threw an elbow and hit him like, you know, some kind of spinning elbow. But I was almost to the word what, you know, like what had and happened. What did Matt do? Uh, uh, I guess Matt said oddly enough, he took off his gloves and threw them at him. So I was like, <laughs> man, you were really controlling the distance on that one, huh? So like you were from across the ring throwing gloves at him and they got they started getting like uh, in a real fight and everybody broke it up. They never sparred it. Like they never trained again a- after that. But um
2: well, Overeem was the most hated guy at the Black Zillions. I mean, Rashad Evans and um, uh, Anthony Johnson still, like, said he was
3: he, – Yeah, he, he, he like was that. not a team player, man. he he do his own little camps, like, he would kick everybody out of the ring, and that's when he could bully everybody. But what's so funny is I sent Tom Erickson down there. They were looking for somebody to wrestle with Overeem, oh and I was God. like, I have just the guy, you know, or whatever, because Overeem's getting ready to fight. Uh, on, but,
2: but before you go – okay, so just so you know, Shane, Tom Erickson was a guy back in, like, UFC, like, four – that was like one of the best wrestlers, the strongest guy ever. He got never got his, his just due, but was just a monster of a fighter. Like a real size guy. Like knocked out like, like knocked no, out Kevin did. like knocked out Kevin Randleman. Like just fucking
1: Yeah, but he said about him as a wrestler, he's one of the people, if he grabs
3: you, you're grabbed. Yeah, he was
2: original. So so what happened? What happened, Sean? Yeah, he
3: he actually beat me and Matt Matrona. We tried to jump him when we were training with Erickson one time. He beat us up at the same time, you know, like he really (laughs) did, like was ragdolling both of us. Yeah. And I used to train with him like one day a week, and it was all I could handle, man. That dude is like – he'd take your man. So what happened
2: with Overeem and Ericsson?
3: so uh over or erickson goes down there because they were asking me if i had anybody he was getting ready to fight uh lesnar i think and i said i got just the guy this guy would ragdoll lesnar you know because erickson's walking at probably 350 at that point and just and still in shape i mean just like six four just head bigger than mine if that's believable so um he goes down there and i guess uh Ogre wants to spar with him like boxing and uh, erickson's like 50 at the time he's like man i'm not interested in sparring with a k1 you know world champion or whatever like i'm not i'm here for wrestling they're like we'll just do a couple rounds with me so i guess he uh he hurt Erickson a couple times, like with same thing, knees to the body, like not padded or whatever. And Erickson's like, okay, because we're gonna wrestle here in a minute. And so um, they go to wrestling. Then Tom shoots on the first, the first like uh, two seconds, shoots on for a double, and Tom can move, man. And uh, they hit, they bumped heads, it knocked over him out for twelve minutes, like wow. he was out asleep for twelve minutes. And they called an ambulance. This is what I heard anyway. It split Tom. Tom, it still has on his Facebook somewhere. He had a big split on his forehead where they hit. It didn't even affect Tom. Tom just stood up immediately. But they said yeah, Ogre was out for 10 to 12 minutes. They got an ambulance there as he was waking up, you know, like doing chest compressions or whatever. I'm like making sure he was alive still. And then they didn't wrestle the entire time that they were there. Like they didn't do, they didn't spar, they didn't wrestle anything. And Tom got five grand for, uh, for going to our three grand for the week for being down there, so he said all I had to do was take a couple of knees and a uh, one hit button. Yeah, I got three thousand dollars. So Tom, wow, that's Tom was happy with it. But yeah, point. that was. I would have died to see that man because they said Overeem was bullying everybody at the time. I was like, he ain't gonna bully Erickson. I'll tell you that. I said, that ain't gonna that ain't gonna happen. That's like that's a that dude that dude would bully Lesnar. You know, but so. they said the
1: Overeem is is real smug. And yeah, but, no, they said he no. Like I, I saw
3: a couple other fighters talk about him, Said he's a smug asshole. Yeah, I think he was a lot when he was all juiced out. I think he was a lot, and not because it's steroids fault, but I think he was a lot more, a lot harder to get along with. He got got humbled quite a bit once you're not Superman anymore, you know, and stuff like that. Um, they've said he's a little easier to get along with guys I know now, but yeah, back then that's what that's what Mitch Realm told me. I actually used the exact same word, smug. He's like, You've never met such a smug, arrogant, you know, prick in your entire life. now, so, now,
2: now, now, Sean, uh, you do pretty well betting right, uh, on fights, right? I mean, yeah, on five, yeah,
3: I suck at every other sport, but fights, yeah, really.
2: I do. mean, what do you think? You have like an 80% win?
3: Um, man, I've been parlaying too much, so I lose more than that. But if I don't make, uh, on a weekend where there's UFC fights, if I don't make $800 to $1,000, I'm disappointed. Like, so um, wow. I can usually pick over 80% right. Uh, I just got, it's the old gambling thing they hook you on. You know, I start doing five and six, fight parlays, and I'll get, a, I'll get five right out of six. Like yeah. the one the other night killed me. The uh, oh, I don't want to mess his name up. The guy who just lost a, a Brunson beat him, right or whatever. It was t- yeah, tars. Edmund. Edmund. Yeah, lost. I had, dude. I had like seven different parlays, whether it be a three fight, eight fight, whatever. All with um, tar- or whatever Edmund winning. And when he lost that fight, it cost me like I went. I lost a thousand as opposed to winning four thousand. So like it was, uh, like it killed me because when I uh, I actually went to sleep before that fight was on because I was like, dude, he's got. He's a four to one favorite. And I was like, no reason to even watch it. And then I get on my account when I wake up the next morning look at it. I was like, wait, how am I down a thousand? You know, whatever. So, uh, it was All terrible. Right. But, terrible. Oh, sorry. yeah, I'm usually good. Go. man. really, really good at betting
2: them. So, let's go two fights uh, for the UFC this week. Uh, okay. Alexi Olnick, Derek Lewis.
3: Uh, I think Derek Lewis, man, he always – Lewis always finds a way, it seems like, to win, especially if he's fighting a guy who's not very athletic. You know, he always comes up with a huge punch or whatever. But I was looking at that one. That's what I'm betting for sure, and I'm going to – Heavy on Derek Lewis on that one. He just—he uh, probably should lose. The guy should probably take him down and beat him. Uh, but I think Lewis always just—he just always finds a way. I mean, I know he loses sometimes, but man, it seems like he always finds a way to pull him out. And that's—that's uh, that's one of the ones I'm most sure of on the upcoming card. So, hey. Derek Lewis,
1: I think Derek Lewis. But again, I, he, he finds a way. But it, it's like the same thing I see. It's like I wish I would have done that more. I think when he gets taken down, he doesn't know how to. Doesn't know how to fucking wrestle, dude.
2: No, the best is yeah. that he got, he got he taken doesn't. down one time and he, got, and he just stood up. And then Brian Stan was like, he's doing everything technically wrong right now. Right. <laughs> but, but he's that strong where it, it, it works. Uh,
1: yeah, he's a bugger, but I just think that uh, I don't know why people don't get it when he's taken because, down. Because,
2: because Vince Michelle well. told me before one of his fights, he was eating ribs. I, 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 uh, like, like, right before, like, yeah, right like before. ten minutes before the fight, he was in in the locker room eating ribs. Uh, so and, he and, just
1: and, got it like that. He's a mutant.
2: What? No, he lost to Mark That's Hunt third round that fight because he was like about to throw up. Like, <laughs> uh uh wean dog. Who do you like in this fight? I, I,
1: don't know. I, I still think I think he can win. But...
0: Well, oh, Adam, your connection is very bad right now. But um I am gonna be the daredevil and I'm gonna pick Alexi Olinik to win via decision. Wow. 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 I take a chance, man. Yeah. I, I mean, it's not I don't I wouldn't be too surprised if Alexi won. You know, he beat uh, Verdum. you know, give or take, Verdum didn't look that good in that fight physically. But I would, I honestly think Alexi has a good shot, but I wouldn't be surprised if either gentleman wins. You know, again, this is a heavyweight fight. You know, anything could go up, anything could happen. This guy could get knocked out, that guy could get knocked out, you know, whatever. It could so be a boring ass likes, you know, fight, also.
1: You, you think, are you, are you of the thought process that with a heavyweight fight, because they have such power, that anybody could win at any time? But sometimes I think you've you got to have a strategy. And I think that the heavyweights that I, I think, like, Kane, at a, one point, his cardio was off the fucking charts, and Kane was that guy's like, oh, I'm going to be here the third round. You're in trouble. Yeah,
3: so yeah. I just think
1: that, no, I don't, I don't think that way with heavyweight fights, you know, at all. Yeah. yeah I, think I like, like
2: Derek Lewis. I think they're trying to make Derek Lewis a star. I think Olnik's going to stand in front of him and get knocked out. Uh, Chris Weidman versus Omari Akhmadov. Weidman has lost six out of seven, has been stopped in six out of seven. Omari has won six out of seven. Granted, he's beaten guys not at the same level as guys Wyman's fighting. But Weidman says he needs a win. All he's got to do is win. McCorkle, who wins this fight?
3: I mean, I'm going to uh, go with Omari strictly because I've lost on Weidman probably five of those six he's lost. You know, I've been on him to win. <laughs> so that's a uh, reason. He birds me every time. Every fight he birds me. But I think Chris is a really nice guy, man. I met him back probably 2011. Really one of the coolest dudes, nicest dudes ever, man. But I just don't think he wants it anymore. Like, I mean, I think it's been a while since he, you know, when he was getting ready to fight Anderson Silva. That's all I think. Like, it was his life, all he could talk about, all he could do. And then sometimes you get married, have kids, man, and you get a little money, and, um, and it just like the the desire fades. It's hard. You know that old saying. It's hard to get up at six a.m. to train when you're sleeping in silk sheets. You know, or, um, I was gonna make a British job joke there, but I threw me off. No, no, uh, like 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 a,
2: like a Synpad said, you're funniest when you're on the bus.
3: Yeah. That yeah, was, that's uh, the truth, man. It's uh when you're struggling and need to make it, it's a whole different uh whole different world than when you uh you know, when you have options. That's why, you know, I mean I don't know, I've always thought I mean some guys I mean let me look at Conor, you know, like Conor's faded a little bit and I think if he if he needed, if he didn't have the um the money he's got, if he hadn't fought Floyd, you know, if he hadn't made the big money make, like it's uh there's a difference between half to and want to, you know, and like half to a lot of times can push you a lot lot further than just wanting something so but I, I think Wyden I mean Wyden's probably made enough he could retire I would guess at this point uh pretty yeah, comfortably and I just think uh he's just looked bad man his last several like just I think his athleticism still there I just don't think the I don't whatever it is the the, the desire or whatever I just don't think is there
2: his chin though too Dominic Reyes just tapped him at the top. yeah so he just kind of went down
3: yeah. uh in fairness so- he's fought some tough guys though too I mean that to be he's fought a really you know string of tough dudes so that is uh, in fairness to him, but it's—I uh, mean—a one one point he was a world beater, man. Like he was, uh, you know, looked amazing. So, Shane,
1: uh, I'm I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm going with Weidman. I think because he does have that fire in his ass, and that—that that sounds weird. I shouldn't have said that. That sounds weird. fire <laughs> in his ass. He has that fire in his stomach. Whatever the fuck he, um,
3: wherever the fire is, <laughs> wherever
1: fire goes, that's what he has. I think that he knows this is it. And I think that that's going to make him step up. And I think he's going to go back to his basics. If he goes back to his basics and he goes back to the old Chris Weidman, I think that he can do it. Even though he looked horrible. I know you're right, man. He did look horrible. But I think that this is that one of those fights where it's like, I got, this is it. I got, I got
2: because there's a guy almost, I think where too much talent can curse you. I remember Tom Ryan being his wrestling coach. He he was a guy, I went to his wrestling camp. I had him on. He's an Ohio State coach. And I go, you know, he was a four-time All-American in in uh, college. I think he actually placed top four. And I go, how come he never won the nationals? And Tom Ryan told me he didn't work that hard. Like, if you could, like, become, take fourth in the country in college wrestling and not work that hard, you are beyond talented. I mean, yeah. that's that's crazy that's
3: i'll tell you i'll tell you who was like that dave herman if you remember him he fought in the ufc a couple of times dave herman i heard and i don't know if it's true or not i heard he was his freshman year at iu down indiana he was throwing around the heavyweight wrestlers he had wrestled in high school but didn't take it serious one of the most athletic dudes you've ever seen at 6'4 260 pounds you know but they said uh he told the coach he would wrestle but he didn't want to practice you know and so they said he barely came to practice barely did anything and still finished like i think at one point, he was seventh in the country, his senior year, without ever going to practice, without ever doing anything. And I talked to him one time. He was training with us because he's part of our fight team, because uh, he was only from, he's from a town like an hour north of Indianapolis, uh, where I'm from. And I told him, I said, Dave, and this is when I was like, this is before I was in the UFC, but I was like 31, maybe. And he's like 22 or 21. And I told him, I said, Dave, listen, you got a rare opportunity, man. Like I said, listen to somebody who used to be young and athletic. And this before I ever knew I would fight in the UFC. I was just thinking, you get super fun at that point. And I said, like, I wasted my natural athletic ability, my size. I said, people ask me every day, did you play in the NFL? Did you do the WWE thing? I'd be like, no, I just started a business. Like, I felt like I, you know, wasted. I played basketball in college, but that was it. And um, I I would say that to him. And i am talking to Dave Herman for 10 minutes, 20 minutes, time to give him the big brother talk, man, don't waste it. Because one day you're going to wake up and be 40, and you're going to be looking back thinking, you know, why? Why did I do this? Why didn't I do that? And I swear to God, Herman tells me, man, listen, if somebody got me a UFC fight, I would, I'd put in a solid two weeks. I swear to God, I'd, I'd trade <laughs> solid for two weeks. He goes, uh, but until then, I mean, I'm 16-0. and 0, What's the point? You know, like he's fighting. Or right? at that point, he's like 12-0. No, no, no one can hang with me. What's the point? You know? And I was like, uh, all right, nice. never mind, man. I was like, never mind. I mean, he could have played in the NFL, never played football before. He could do anything. Just rippled muscled, real athletic 21-year-old kid. Um, I saw him in a jiu-jitsu contest or jiu-jitsu uh, tournament one time. The guy gets him in a single leg. He backflips out of it and uh, wow. gets out of it with a backflip. And I told him, after some, I didn't know you could do a backflip. He said, neither did I. Like he had dead serious. Like he didn't, <laughs> had never done it before. He just decided to try a backflip out of a single leg, you know, and then like it worked. I complete beautiful backflip and on his feet. So it was like, wow. um, like he just was that athletic man. But yeah, he, uh, now he, uh, now he gets, he intentionally tries to bait the cops and pull him over and then films altercations. There's one on YouTube where he got tased and he kept saying, <laughs> He kept, telling, he, kept telling the cops, he kept telling the cops, what am I, I don't know that you're actually a police officer when there's like four cars there with their lights on. I, identify yourself like trying to get, I think i trying to get a settlement. I don't know, I don't know what's going on. What's r- I got harassed by the police last night. That was fun. So. You got arrested last night? No, I got harassed. I was uh, just out, man. I couldn't sleep last night, so I got up, and I live in a decent neighborhood. I got up walking around um, just for exercise. I had my headphones on. I had like a tank top and shorts on. And I'm walking, and this, I see this cop start following me um he stalks me for probably 25 minutes and I'm just like dude just I mean pull over and ask me if you want to you know like know something you don't stalk me like I'm a wild animal or something you know and he pulled up and asked me if I lived in that neighborhood I said yeah just so right over here I was almost back to my house at that point starts asking me a bunch of questions asking me if i had been in a car wreck and the funny thing was while I'm sitting there I start having a muscle cramp, like a Charlie horse, really bad in my leg, man, like really bad. So I keep making like sudden jerky movements, you know. What I mean, like I was like ah, ah like that or whatever. He's like, are you on something? And I'm like, no, it's I like got a muscle cramp, real bad. I said, sorry, but I really wasn't afraid he was gonna shoot me or something. Man, he was acting weird. But they, this town I live in, man, they uh, my cousin used to be like a police captain down here, you know, or whatever, and like, uh, but that he's not anymore, and it doesn't help like to say my name. I would think like being a former UFC fighter or never being charged with a crime your whole life or being white, like I would think at least that, like. Um, that was a good joke, you know, but um, no, I was thinking like, welcome like, to my uh, world. we got pulled over, I said, like, no, no, I don't know what you thought you saw, but it was, you know, white, yeah. white here, you know, whatever. But um, no, yeah. it's uh, yeah. He, he, I've been stopped probably five times in the past six months by police in this town. Oh, and questioned want to see my ID? Oh, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> I got. I got stopped walking from the living room to the kitchen. He
2: got, got, got stopped the podcast six times. Hey,
1: yeah, uh, just
3: out of the <laughs> What are you doing? <laughs> All right, so finally <laughs> we... Shag went to get his headphones like this like a minute ago in his living room. Wait a minute. We're cool.
1: just on the fucking podcast. Chill. No, I, no, but it's funny that you say that, man, because I literally... It was like maybe a month ago I got, I got pulled over. But I was so it was so funny. I was like, I was like, hey man, you know, I'm just going to store. And I was real nice, and I tried to be real nice because I thought this could go really. Left, and the guy was actually nice. I said, yeah. I said, you're one out of about a hundred.
3: Right. You know it's funny, man? We were talking and we were arguing the other day about everything, and you were saying burn down the whole country and whatnot. Um, but no, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was thinking about it. I was thinking afterward, why am I so pro police? Because I've had probably. 20 experiences with cops and never a positive one like ever never I thought every time I've been pulled over the guy was a dick to me every time I've been nice and been like I'll just joke with a cop in line at the gas station to be like you know just make a joke or whatever they give me a dirty look you know or whatever I'm like do I look like a criminal like is, a, is it because I'm not wearing a mask and I'm coughing to your face what's wrong like, I don't you know I don't know but uh, so
0: finally wean dog Weidman or Omari who wins I'm going to side with Shang on this one. I'm going to pick Chris Weidman to win via decision. The reason is because Akhmedov, um a lot of his fights, especially his past, like, Eight fights have all been decision. And, you know, he's not like this vicious striker like everybody who's Chris has been fighting recently. Like, look at everybody who Chris has fought. Dominic Reyes, you know, Gegard Massassi, Yolel Romero, Luke Rockwell. These guys are savage strikers. And I think like a hard grinding wrestling match is what Chris needs right now. And I think he can pull off this decision win. Me so.
1: and Ween are on the same page, brother. <laughs>
2: yeah. we'll, we'll see. I'm picking, I'm picking Chris I'm like, I, I, I like know him. Well listen, guys, this is a uh, this is our <laughs> podcast. That's the reason you're picking it.
3: If I if <laughs> I bet I don't on want fights to be, on knowing people, I'd be in bad uh, I don't it. want him to get mad at me. How, how do
2: I, <laughs> I don't you know, know. what, what like I used at. to
3: do you know what I used to do anytime Brendan Schaub would fight or Travis Brown. I would bet like five hundred dollars on them. That way, if they lost, I could still crack up and like hope they lose. But if they won, I made five hundred dollars. You know what I mean? So it'd be like <laughs> I couldn't, I, I couldn't lose either way. So, so you lost every time. Listen, yeah, uh, thank much. you guys. <laughs> so <much>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for watching the podcast. You guys are awesome. Sean, take care. Chang, take, right, take, take care. All right, buddy. Take care. take care. Two sounds to hook
0: you into